Today, we're joined by Fiona Malone, Amdocs Network Business Operations Project Manager, speaking to us out of Dublin. Hi, Fiona. Hi, Yale. Um, it's great to see you again. Um, thank you for inviting me along. I've been following the, the podcast series with interest and uh, very much enjoying the insights that your guests have shared. Today, we're going to speak about the intricacies of coming into a large company through an acquisition. So I'm personally excited to welcome you and I'm personally excited about this topic since acquisitions are really in my heart. So Fiona, give us a little bit of background and uh, your history with the company and maybe your professional history. Sure. Delighted to. So um, in terms of my background, I'm a computer science graduate. I began my third level education in the late 1980s in a time when the, the tech career path wasn't high up, I suppose, in the choice list for women, as you can imagine, particularly in Ireland. 90 of us started um, on day one on our course, of which about 10% were women. So after graduation, I moved to Brussels and took up an internship with the European Commission. Um, I returned to Dublin and began my career as a programmer, as it, as it was called back then. So I moved to, through various roles in programming, team lead, project lead in the first few years, loving my role in technology and expanding my experience. So I worked out pretty early on that uh, what I enjoyed most was working with people, collaborating with others to plan how best to achieve a certain goal and then in terms of delivering that plan. Um, so very much a project management um, career path, which was very new um, back in the early 90s. Um, so I actively sought out that role as it emerged in global organizations and then picked up a role after about 12 months in. Uh, I formalized my experience and my methodologies by completing a postgrad diploma. So more recently then, I joined OpenNet in 2010, which was um, acquired by Amdocs in 2020. I've held various project and program management roles across the organization. Um, so where my path is interesting, I had moved to another organization in 2019 and returned to OpenNet in September 2020, which was just really at the start of the acquisition um, when it had become public and when the, the, the merger was commencing. So although there were significant unknowns associated with my role, um, I really saw this as an opportunity. Um, there were many knowns associated with my role in terms of the people and the team that I had worked with previously and would be working with going forward. I, I felt I, understand the I understood the strengths and the values of that team in terms of leadership, resilience, collaboration. Um, so I knew I was stepping back into a great team. Then most recently, I joined, as you mentioned, the Amdocs Networks unit in January of this year um, in a business operations project management role. So Fiona, I see here a pattern of you not always choosing, a, you know, the path that the majority chooses, but actually going to where uh, others, more niche, uh, different, something that's not uh, as socially uh, accepted, uh, like you being a programmer very early on amongst the 90, right? So, uh, so I, 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 is that uh, something you relate to? Absolutely. Um, I, I think, <laughs> I think you're, you're spot on there. I was one of a minority at the time, but I didn't see it as a barrier in any way. I suppose that the way I was, I was brought up um, was uh, as one of two girls. And uh, I think we were always brought up to believe that, you know, there's no difference between the genders. You can do whatever anybody else is doing. So it, it, it wasn't really a barrier to me. And I also tend to enjoy and be positively energized by stepping into the unknown and not knowing what's coming next. I, I tend to need that in my working life. 
Well, that's a great segue into my next question of the positives and the negatives that come along with uh, being acquired by another company. Sure. I mean, let's start with the positives. It's always good to start with the positives. I suppose acquisition by a much larger global organization opens up certain opportunities that you would expect, particularly with Amdocs, and that's my experience. Um, it's, a, it's very much a multicultural organization. OpenNet before Amdocs had a global reach. However, with Amdocs, this is next level. So in my personal experience, I have an increased day-to-day interaction with colleagues all across the globe. Um, and I see that as a positive those people and environment centricity that comes forward with Amdocs quite clearly. There's significant focus and investment on well-being, on uh, diversity and inclusion, um, CSR, volunteering, environment. From a career perspective, I was moving into an organization of 28,000 people from an organization that at its peak was about 1,000. So there's going to be greater. It's, it's huge, but there's going to be greater internal movement possibilities. And Amdocs actively invests in retention and internal mobility, as anyone who has listened to previous podcasts will will be aware. Then there's the improved benefits. So unlimited vacation is one of the more unusual ones. Yes, isn't it great? It's incredible. It's incredible. I, I still think we're, we're, we're adapting our mindsets to it, but um, it's an absolutely amazing benefit. There is obviously very competitive compensation plans, learning and development, and there's an employee share purchase scheme, which has just been announced. Of all of those, one of them that has, a, I suppose, a, a personal impact on me would be the, the learning and development. Um, a good example is I took up a company-wide offer at the start of this year to train and certify as a career coach. It was on my radar, but I most likely wouldn't have sought it out just yet. Uh, however, it appeared and uh, it was an opportunity and I took it. Uh, So I completed the certification and I have coached some very interesting and talented individuals in the last six months. I get so much back from that. Yes, that's a wonderful experience. Actually, the podcast does have an episode about that as well. So that's a wonderful experience also for yourself as a coach, but for the coaches, I'm sure. It really is. I, I didn't expect to enjoy this as much as I do, but I think kind of guiding others to understand what drives and motivates them and their, their unique strengths and what their purpose is in, in a work environment. It's something that many of us don't see as clearly as others see in us. So um, I'm, I'm loving that experience. While there are also all these positives, I'm sure that you have some negatives or challenges that come to mind. Yeah, there, there are challenges um, to be expected. I suppose moving to such a, a large organization, there is a significant learning curve in many ways. And I was directly involved in the, the PMI, the post-merger integration program, when I came back to open it. Um, so the challenges I experienced were establishing new people networks very quickly, working relationships, understanding who's who and who does what, new platforms, new processes, and then transitioning into new ways of working that are new. Some can be more complex and involved due to the nature of larger organizations. And for us coming from a smaller organization, they can feel slower and less agile than what we were used to um, as a smaller organization. If you had to do it all over again, what would you do differently? If I had to do this all over again, what would I do differently? I think I've already said that I kind of jumped in with two feet into the deep end and I was happy to do that to jump into the unknown. But of course, I was I was nervous and I was you know wondering how things were going to work out. There was always that part of it. However, three years in and looking back, 
I think I would feel more reassured taking that step, if that makes sense. I know we can't see the future. Um, I know we don't have a crystal ball. And there's always going to be that element of, ooh, you know, what am I doing? And is this the right thing to do? However, I think I would be reassured and I would tell um, that younger self a few years ago, it's all going to be fine. It's all going to be wonderful. So this may actually answers my next question. What would you tell Fiona Malone from, you know, the beginning of the acquisition? But I think you've just uh, spoken to her. <laughs> I think I just might have uh, jumped ahead there. Yeah, yeah. Genuinely, I think I would be, I would be telling that version of me that uh, this is all going to be great. So the overall feelings with the acquisition, what would, would you say these, these are now a few years into it? Just to clarify that I did, I did choose to jump into the acquisition, but overall it's been a positive experience for me personally. Um, so from the moment I rejoined OpenEt in, in September 2020, as I mentioned, I was directly involved in the post-merger integration program and involved in understanding, aligning and merging OpenNet and Amdocs processes and systems. So I had the good for- fortune to begin working with a, a fantastic combined team of experts from both sides of the merger and formed good working relationships early on. That was a positive for me. I tend to enjoy variety in my work and dealing with the unknown, which we also mentioned. So this was right up my street. And steroids. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it, that's where I get my, my, my satisfaction from. I, I found it enjoyable, educational, challenging, but it also allowed me to step outside my comfort zone. So after almost three years in, um, so I definitely feel we've embraced the positives. We're addressing the challenges and we continue to do that as they arise. For example, there is a sense of loss when you don't work with the same colleagues who you have formed strong bonds with. However, I believe at this point we've, we've settled into our new world together and, uh, and, and it's, it's working quite well. And we didn't even mention that the acquisition happened during COVID. So there was no travel, right? It was all virtual. And this is how these two companies got together. Correct. It was very unusual. Um, and for me personally, I had to change jobs during the pandemic. So I have a, a little office upstairs in my house. And one day I was working for company Y. And then the next one day I was back working for OpenEt, which was now Amdocs. So um, it, was, uh, it was quite a lot to get my head around. Um, but... Yes. Um, interestingly, we had the technology, we had teams, we you know, were able to have that, that face-to-face connection on a screen, which I know is not ideal. However, two years down the line, when we eventually met some of our colleagues face-to-face, um, all of us agreed that we felt like we had seen them yesterday. It, there's, there's, we, we managed to make those connections um, using the technology that was available to us. It was very strange when I met somebody for the first time face-to-face and I had forgotten almost, that I hadn't met them um, in the flesh prior to this. So, yeah, clearly we were able uh, to make the best use of the technology that we had at the time. So I want to ask you about your career. And this is a question that we tend to ask our interviewers uh, time after time and get really fascinating uh, answers. Is your career choice or chance? Okay, well, I, I have been listening to the previous podcasts and this question I knew was going to come up, so I did give it a bit of thought. Um, I definitely think chance initially in how I chose the particular path of study. Um, so I was very much undecided in my final school year, really, really undecided. I had heard through a friend who was a few years older than me who was on a, a computer science course uh, about the demand uh, for graduates from this particular course, that that was high, that companies were coming into the college offering work experience in year three 
and then returning to hire those same students in a lot of cases post-graduation. Um, personally, I had very little exposure to technology. It's late 80s, no smartphones, no internet. Um, so this really was a leap of faith. Um, I didn't know if I was going to enjoy, enjoy this, this particular path. Um, however, luckily, I did enjoy that. Um, and choice, I think, happened later on. Once I had some experience under my belt, once I understood what motivated me, what my strengths were, I suppose, where I wanted to take my career next. And then I started to discover the project management path. So, yeah, I think a, a good, healthy combination of both choice and chance were involved. Yes, it sounds to me like uh, later in the career, you made choices to take chances. <laughs> Correct. Uh, there is that. There is always that element of chance. But it's, a, it's, a, it's an educated uh, decision. An educated risk is taken, I think, at that point. So, Fiona, thank you very much for participating in our podcast. And uh, thank you to our audience. And we'll see you next time. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Yale. I look forward to seeing you in Dublin soon.